And I don't know. Uh, you can like, be nice to a guy the whole game. There's another one. Good cop, bad cop. You play with yourself. Yeah. Okay, so you're nice to the guy the whole game, and then you just flip the switch It'd on like, in the yeah, fourth you're quarter. Trash. Like he, you know, like good rush dog. Fuck you, mean good rush. <laughs> you know, like something like that. And then all of a sudden, the guy's like, "Just he's in a blender." Yeah. Like you know, he doesn't know what to expect. I got all types Brett of tactics for you guys. He pushed me up a pile one time my rookie year. I was standing near a pile and he yeah. like hip bumped me. Yeah. And he like it wasn't like malicious. Yeah. He just thought it was funny, like middle school knock somebody over. And Cop. I said, Did you just do that? And yeah. he goes, Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Green Light Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thank you all for joining. We appreciate you. Thanks for taking us in on a Friday. We're having a blast here in Studio J. Chris, Kyle, Dr. Fax, Bo is on for a little bit. We do a big mailbag. We ask a bunch of questions, some football-related, some life-related, all of them fun-related. We have a good time. This will be an entertaining little show you can listen to. There's some good questions to kick us off, some good life questions, some good nostalgic questions, and then we get in some football memories. Chris, Kyle, and Nate dive in on some great locker room stories, what they talked about on the field against opponents, what happened when they saw an opponent out and about in a city. Were they cordial? Did they hang out? What happened? We talk about all that. We have a good time. Please enjoy. I'm going to give you a quick Picks update, Thursday Night Time Machine, and Chris Macon and Stanford Steve's locks after the music here, and then we'll get it in the mailbag. Enjoy. So to kick things off on the show today, despite us not having Stanford Steve on this week, we still send in our NFL locks. Chris, Macon, Steve all send in three picks apiece. Last week, Steve had a big 3-0 and week. Big 3-0. and Giants plus 10, Eagles plus 3.5, Niners minus 11.5. He's at 18-15 and on the year. Chris, 16-15-2, and and two, and Macon is 16-17 after going 0-3. This week, the picks are as follows. Macon goes first. He had Falcons pick them. Patriots minus two and a half. Saints and Falcons under at 42. Chris goes Carolina and Tennessee under at 37. San Francisco minus six and a half. And Eagles bills over at 47. Steve goes 49ers also minus six and a half. Broncos minus two and a half. And Ravens minus three and a half. Those are your NFL locks. We'll see how they line up. Thursday night time machine. We still had Thursday night time machine picks. We still got the Thanksgiving games in. Chris and Macon both incorrectly picked the uh, Packers-Lions game. It was a tough one. Who would have seen uh, Green Bay shelling the Lions in Detroit on Thanksgiving Day? It was a surprise. Dallas and Washington. Now, this is where it got a little weird. Both Chris and Macon picked Dallas 31, Washington 16. Thursday night time machine. It's only happened twice in its in the Thursday night time machine existence. Second time it's happened this year that Chris and Macon have picked the exact same score. So we went to pick the first half score as the tiebreaker. They both texted back 17 to 7 in favor of Dallas. So now it just got weird. It was ridiculous. 
We go to the second half total points. That was our tiebreaker to the tiebreaker. What is the what will the second half total point be? Chris goes 21. Macon says 20. Final score was Dallas 45, Washington 10 with 25 second half points. And then we have San Francisco, Seattle. Chris's pick, San Francisco 27, Seattle 17. Macon says San Francisco 28, Seattle 22. So a wild day on the picks. A great Thanksgiving day for Greenlight. I hope it was great for you all too. Please enjoy today's episode. Again, it is Chris, Kyle, Nate, and Bo all having a good time in Studio J. Bo's in a uh, a great, great lake house up in Minnesota. It's a little tough on the connection, so we had a little bit of an issue. He was on for one question, and then he had to bail. So we still got a couple good answers out of him. But please enjoy this. We will catch you at our live show on Monday. Check out the Greenlight YouTube channel for more information. We'll see you then. Whatever you're looking forward to this football season, there's one thing that pairs well with every great moment, an ice-cold Miller Lite. Whether you're at the stadium playing fantasy football or watching the game at home or the bar, Miller Lite is here to make your football season taste like Miller time. No matter what team you're rooting for, there's one thing we can all agree on. Football brings us together. A connection like that deserves to be celebrated, and Miller Lite wants you to celebrate with me during the NFL Conference Championships in January. Right now, Miller Lite has given you the chance to win a trip for two to come hang out in the Green Light Studio. You'll fly out to Charlottesville, Virginia, and tune into the NFL Conference Championships with me and the Green Light crew. Then you'll sit in on a live Green Light podcast session. Just go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLightSweeps to enter. From kickoff till the final whistle, you can't go wrong with the Miller Lite in your hand. Celebrate Miller time with the Green Light Podcast. Go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLightSweeps to enter for your chance to win. No purchase necessary. Starts 11-6-23 and ends 12-4-23 at 11.59 p.m. Central Time. Must be a legal resident of one of the 50 U.S. states or Washington, D.C., 21 years of age or older, void where prohibited, See official rules at www.millerlight.com slash greenlightsweeps for entry, instructions, odds, prizes, and restrictions. This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the all-in-one app for spending, sending, and setting easy-to-track savings goals. With multiple tools for saving, spending, and sending, Cash App is an all-in-one way to stay in control of your money. Whether I need to send money to my pumpkin grower pay for anything related to floating the river, quickly pay back a buddy for a night out on the town, or settle a bet, I can always count on Cash App. With security, boosts, discounts, a free-to-order debit card, no overdraft fees, Cash App is like a BFF for your money. It can be your read. Read's my BFF in the studio. Cash App, the exclusive financial services partner of Greenlight, downloaded in the App Store or Google Play to see why it's the number one finance Finance app in the U.S. App Store. Bo, why don't you go first on this one? What is a random item found inside, outside your childhood home that wouldn't be found in homes today? I mean, we had a rotary telephone when I was growing up. So that's an easy one for me right there. Rotary telephone. Those are fun to play with. They sound cool. I kind of wish I had one on this desk. 
Like a, like a red phone. We could pretend to call <laughs> coaches every once in a while. Trampolines with no oh. nets. Like now everybody, kids nowadays, it's like your red phone would be great, Kyle. I, I like that. Yeah. Like you I pretend like you're. Me credit. They both gave me credit. No, and the red phone's great. <laughs> like maybe, you know, like if kids have red phones when they need to call their parents, yeah. you know. Um, Diaper. Yeah. Like <laughs> Waylon's on the red phone again. Uh, anyways, no, I think Nets on trampolines because now these kids, they don't even know what we used to deal with. You could get your legs stuck in the fucking hole in the trampoline. The coils were exposed. We didn't even have the thing over the now, coils. Now you get stuck in the net though, right? Now well, they got bras on the coils get your and walls stuck in on the, the sides. <laughs> it, it's safe. It's, it's like more dangerous to be a kid in a different way now, but it's safer in like almost every way. You know, so mine's is kind of similar. You get taken a lot more now. <laughs> oh my! Well, no, God. they take you on the internet. They steal your identity. Back in the day, they put you in the van. They actually take <laughs> you. God. You want to? You want to hear about that? My fucking girl's car got broken into, and our baby bag got taken, and our fresh new baby social security and, no. and all the stuff from the hospital was in the baby bag. That's terrible. Because we were about to take that stuff to go get her birth certificate from your place yeah and do you have video anything no damn damn bro yeah so it's like the 1800s out here (laughs) just robbing you blind yeah like stagecoach shit that's a nightmare but took um, a two-month-old's identity yeah what are you gonna do (laughs) with that fucked up a lot you can do a lot you you can do a lot so i'm wondering like what what can you do with it um get a house open lines of credit like it's a brand new person Yo, Perfect every credit. time you see a small house popping up <laughs> in the neighborhood, you're like, was it you? you got. Yo, but you got to think about it like that. Perfect, <laughs> perfect credit. So there's a lot of crazy things people can do with that. So um, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, but like we have everything on alert and we're getting new stuff in the mail. It's just, a, it's just fucking a very, very big inconvenience. Ugh. The worst thing, the worst thing are the original footprints. Like we Damn. we were able to get copies. Like they take they take Damn. copies, but like they my took the girl, footprints? bro, they're fucking like whoever did it. Like I had said before, I'm like, yo, maybe they needed the diapers and whatever like that. But after I realized, and I didn't realize for like we didn't realize for like four or five days. Right. We had just forgot. We were like, you know what? Like fuck it. Like it was just a bag. We could replace everything. And then we were like, except for the social security, <laughs> exactly. And, and the then birth certificate. Uh-huh. And like we were like, hey, like we were looking for the social security. <laughs> the downer. This is a downer. Now that I thought about it, there's a lot exactly. of stuff in that bag. Maybe we this is a downer. But we're talking about go grab the yo, bag. I go. I'm like. I'm like. Yeah. Well, there's no more ice cream trucks. And Nate's like, yeah, my baby got their social security. <laughs> <Yeah>. stolen. <laughs> this is the second time I've heard about it. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I mean, it I kind of. I kind of took. Worse. I kind of took you there being like yeah these days it's not safe yeah <laughs> that's fucked up you know yeah but the item i was gonna say <laughs> was um voicemail the answer machine <laughs> there's no answer machines and i just think about um I think about like getting in trouble in school growing up. Oh yeah. And like the teachers or the school like leaving like leaving a message. Yeah. And like like luckily for me and my sister, we used to get home before our parents. <laughs> <laughs> so you were able to like you were able to like Doctor er- the situation. Yeah, like erase the message so it never gets through. 
Um, so yeah, I, I got I another say, good I would one. Say answer machine. I didn't like my first answer. It's uh-huh. kind of boring. This is a little bit maybe in the same thread, but this is something we had. I feel like our maybe people our age kind of all had these growing up. That's not a thing anymore, and that's like a computer room. You know what I'm saying? Like you got your computer oh, room. Fuck yeah, you dude. hear the footsteps. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, yeah. homepage yeah. ESPN. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like more dads, I feel like in the '90s had to get caught up <laughs> on their history, uh-huh. like or, or in the early Netscape days because they didn't even know how to clear histories and. It was treacherous to go in there and get in the beat lab <laughs> because you had to go in there and and it made noise. It was like dee, 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 you got your own little profile though. Everybody, everybody, no, everybody everybody look, no, no shade. And you, no you're shade, typing, though. you're like big butts, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing, honey? But look, no shade. I'm coming. I don't want to say this the wrong I, I, <laughs> To a still photo. Yeah, yeah. To a half loaded pixelated <laughs> picture. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm on my Game Time app right now. I'm looking at Virginia Tech tickets. You know, maybe we'll win one of those at some point. We did it with Bryce Perkins. Anyways, I keep scrolling on the app. I'm going to get tickets to the Commonwealth Cup. Game time makes it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, even last-minute deals. I know because I always wait till the last minute. You can preview the views from all your seats in the venue and game time's lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, protects my tickets. That's what I need. GameTime is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and GameTime picks the seats for big-time savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code GREENLIGHT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code GREENLIGHT. G-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T. That's the code for $20 off. Download Game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Game day is the perfect pizza day. So make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Order online during our pizza pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday. To have your NFL game day covered, Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. It's a pizza, pizza win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends, order your Little Caesars, and enjoy during the games. So Bo had to leave the podcast because his uh, the, the electronics on his end were causing an echo here. 
for the for the listener. It, it really sucks that Bo. We haven't talked to Bo in a while. I really wanted to talk to him about Saturday night. I saw Wisconsin won, and yeah. I turned on the TV, and he's banging the drum. And, he's and got shout the out whole... to Facts of the King. You knocking off my co-host, man. Like, I know. We, we, we can use wild. this for some a little bit of promo. Man. We, we didn't. Cut, we we didn't cut him off like Kanye drill, West. Though. We didn't just move the drill. We stopped the op. And, we, and we, we tried to make it happen. We tried to resuscitate our guy, Bo, but he just wasn't. He had a DNR bracelet yeah, on. Uh-huh. We needed an ambulance. <laughs> he said, get me up out of here. Okay. All right. So it's time to pick this back up, Kyle. You had something? Yeah, we were talking about things in our house that might not be in other people's houses. And in Montana, and Howie can attest to this, our younger brother, Howie, we had a leverage sled in our garage that was like oh, yeah. on rails. It was 10 yards long. Um, and you'd have to fit up on it, and you would drive it on about, like, the incline was like this. So I'd say, what is that, like a 20, uh, you know. 15%. 19-degree incline. Yeah. And you'd load that thing up with weights, and it was a bear to get up this this ramp. And then at the end, you had to triple extend it and lock it out. So whether yeah. you're a D lineman or you're an O lineman, it's going to be beneficial. And Dad used to say, Howie, before you guys do anything today, before you go in the lake, before you play golf, Howie hits or Kyle hits this thing 20 times. You have to sit in here and 20. make sure that he hits it 20 yeah, times. It's a bitch to, yeah. And Howie would be like, come on, bro, like eight more. Dude, <laughs> how about him? How about I didn't get the leverage sled? I, I could have been a guard. After, I could have been a guard. I could have been a fucking... I think he came up after you got out of high school. Bro, like, right when I started getting into football. So you would have been at UVA. Gear. Al Grow was on you. Yeah, I didn't have a leverage sled. That's sick, though, because I never saw that. But when I was a kid, Dad did have his own sled. Like at the end of his career... We'd be in the backyard by the lake, and he had this red sled. I don't know how he got a red one. Maybe he had like a hookup on another team. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs, that sort of thing. Yeah, he probably had him make it red because he hates the he Chiefs. He hated the Chiefs. <laughs> you imagine how he's like, you can pick your color code and everything. That's funny. Yeah. The, the, the Chiefs have cutouts of the opposing D linemen on their trash cans. Do they really? So, like, when you go out there for walkthrough on Saturday. No whether, yeah, if I'm a D lineman. They have the five trash cans out there, and it's not like the guy's trash. Is it Every his team roster uses, picture? Chris, emphasize this, though. Every team uses trash cans for, like... Yeah, no question. Uh, it's just that you guys put their cold. faces on the so trash So it would be like, if it was the Bears, it it's would be like Bolton board Bobby Massey yeah. next to Kyle Long mm-hmm. and Cody Whitehair. So it's yeah, not so personal, because, like, Julius Peppers would be on the trash can. Yeah, just yeah, like no, no, else, yeah, just like know. anybody else. But Dad used to hit this leverage sled now. Hates it. And he used to just flip it over and hit it and flip it over... And I'd be trying to like play a little game in the backyard, and it was so distracting, dude. Like, just, what is he doing over there? Yeah, I'm like, geez, uh, some job. Uh, but yeah, no, no, that's a good one, Kyle. That's a good one. What's the adult version of finding out Santa Claus doesn't exist? <clears throat> finding out that the cash cab does casting calls. <laughs> oh, so they're not real, <laughs> and they're not just that's picking so up random people. <laughs> no way. Yeah, oh. it's planned. Yeah, like you need a ride. <laughs> What's the tech? Thailand, Bing! Bangkok. <laughs> so they're all smart. They're all supposed to be smart. Oh, they like Jeopardy I, people. I, I'm guessing. I'm uh, guessing. Yeah. Uh, uh, fantasy football isn't fun. Either smart or really dumb. Stay there for a second. You don't think fantasy football is fun. And honestly, I'm just going to say this, and I'll probably get killed for saying it. I agree with you. Because once you win the league, me and Megan decided last year, it's like once you win the league, it's like, okay, I've done it. But, but also pre- preface this preface this lot. with the topic. The gambling thing. Preface this with the topic totally here, fun. Reed, because I'm saying fantasy football is no fun when you're an adult. It's like, you know, becoming an adult, 
There's a lot, lot of, of things. Shit. You don't want to have to worry about Austin Eckler's ankle on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? You don't want to worry about having to set your lineup. You're toting your kids around on a Sunday morning or My Saturday. wife handles the fantasy thing. She's been great, but we dealt with injuries. DeMar Hamlin, we were in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And the game canceled. Yeah. No, so that was like my experiences are injuries and injuries. If you were a free agent right now, which team would you sign up with? Oh, Niners. <clears throat> yeah, what's their guard situation? There's room for the big fella, I think. Um, mm, for me. Chiefs? I don't want to play that long, like into the, <laughs> you know, like maybe the Panthers um, or somebody like that. Yeah. You know? Or the Bucks. You know, it's Who warm. Who would be fun to play for but it's not going to win? Get into the playoffs. Okay, let's. The, what if you I'm wanted it? What if you Raiders. went to the, the Raiders? Back. What if you went to the Chargers? The Raiders would be awesome. You get to play opposite Max. I know, but I can't play on the right. I would do it yeah, for him. Yeah, for Max, you could. You'd it. be like, "Hey, Max." Hey, we'll take it. <laughs> hey, so let's do. Uh, what if you went to the Chargers and just let a? Uh, yeah, they need it. They're mutiny. down a white D end. They are down a white D end, but with a sprained would, foot. That building right now, the the buttholes are tight. And you and, and Staley would get on great after your monologue. <laughs> you know, how about the, uh, and I can't just say the Eagles because they're too good and the whole thing. You know, Buffalo Bills, man, yeah. I always wanted to feel what it was like playing in that stadium. Go there, be you a situational be pass rusher. Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. Great guy. You could jump Rousseau. on some tables. They need shorter ends. They have too many tall ends. They need, a, short, they need a shorter end. You got to mix it up. It's like Staley. When you Nate, need. what about you? I'm going back to <clears throat> Duval. I go back. I can go back to Duval too. Back we'll down to let's go to, together. I'll see you guys in the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> Imagine you died and your significant other starts dating a former teammate of yours that is a QB. Which QB would you want it to be? Nick Foles off the board. Um, just we take I'm him. off the board as well. Kyle's right? off the board too. So <laughs> Kyle's opted out of this question. But you know, like you can't have it be a guy that's. Taller, more good looking, and so like Tom Brady off the board. Not why? Not. Why do you feel that way? You want you want it to be? You, you don't want like you don't want you want a homely looking motherfucker to take your place. What like? I need somebody homely. This is just like his app steak take. <laughs> like, he just doesn't like a, want people to be happy. Oh, yeah, you know what? Some people I want to be happy, and I want my wife to be happy. I want her to be in it for <laughs> the right reasons. Well, no, but she might not be into the looks. You know, I don't want to be like haunting her and like. Looking at Tom Brady and his in his boxers walking around my house. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo. Nah. Nah. Sorry, Jimmy. And I knew Jimmy when he was in Vegas now, but I've seen him hanging out with some porn stars and he might have some new tricks up his sleeve. So it can't be Jimmy. What, what about Sam a Bradford, specialist? Sam Bradford's a good one. Yeah. Because you know he's a handsome guy. He can float a lot of trips. And if I wanted my wife to get a divorce in that situation is probably going to happen because Meg knows how to push his buttons. Like, we know Sam pretty well. So I feel like that would be over quick. <laughs> Kellen Clemens is perfect. Kellen Clemens is perfect. I'll <laughs> sign the paperwork right now in the event that I meet my demise, Kyle. You, and Kellen Clemens is the guy. So, <laughs> so when I seen this question, I you, asked, could, you could say things. You just, <laughs> look, it's not going to. He's so afraid to talk in this segment. I have a, I have a, I'm not afraid to talk. No, I don't I just, mean it that way. Nobody's scared, Kyle. Nobody's no, no, scared. no, I'm not, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, oh, I want to hear your name. 
<laughs> so when I see when I see this question, I like I asked my girl, like I told her the question, I asked her, I go if I die. Look up Blaine Gabbert, Eli Manning, <laughs> Jay Cutler. <laughs> um and then um I said Mike Strauss, Jamil Sewell, and Mark Verica. And I was like, in a situation if I pass away, which one which one of those like would be your choice? Read their bios too. And- <laughs> Not more than look. <laughs> and so she chose she chose Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, good looking guy. <laughs> yeah. But he can rescue. But here's the but here's the funny thing. Rescue. That's like when the, Kyle these are key points. But look, so me and Kyle were talking about this before the show. And when Where Kyle came in, like we're brainstorming, we're talking about this this question, and he's saying quarterbacks' names. And then he says Josh McCowan, and I go, oh, I forgot him. So I sent my girl a text, and I go, oh, I forgot to put this name in there, Josh McCowan. And then she quickly responds back, oh, him. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't watch porn. Yeah, you got to feel good about that. You got to feel good about that. You will be satisfied. Yeah. Unless he starts landing in St. Louis on the reg. (laughs) (laughs) On accident. Yeah. Rams don't play in here anymore. Oh, Oh, shucks. man. But McCown's a good guy. He's a great guy. Great teammate. He is a great guy. He's awesome. I like that. And he's super athletic. He can dunk. People don't know that, but he can do that. (laughs) He can dunk all kind of ways. I think he's one of those guys that can play anything. Um, Okay. (laughs) You know, now you're in the thing. What? (laughs) He's the segment now. I said you could play anything. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Ever heard any trash talk on the field that's so good it distracted you? I didn't have anything. Ah, uh, man, I just remember Chris trying to be so blatantly overt. What was this. I doing? Just I don't remember what you know that people say. I don't remember what they said to me, but I remember how it made, made me, me feel. feel in the moment. I remember Chris trying to make me feel the pressure of the moment. Was we were I? down at the goal line, like third down, oh, maybe down in St. Louis, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Things were getting a little out of hand. That whole defense was talking shit, and you were the guy standing up. I remember you came off the ball. You were standing <laughs> up, talking shit. Like really, yeah. Right before when we just broke the hu- we just broke know. the huddle. We're yeah. going up to the line of scrimmage, and what do I see? I see you and all your buddies just drawing, standing up. Nobody has their hands on the ground yet. They're mm-hmm. just waiting to see what we're doing. Just staring at you, talking shit, screaming shit. Really? Yeah, no. I remember. It was an early moment. It's like PTSD type Really? Shit. Yeah. Kyle, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, so. But you did try to you tried to kill my friend. <laughs> but then the whole tone of he the started. game changed. So he in college. He it, did. As usual. In college, lining up next to Denzel Burrell, outside linebacker, <laughs> me and Denzel, we used to make up a fake name for the tackle <laughs> and guard we were going against. And it would just be a random name. It would be like Cletus or <laughs> like something like that. And we would just call them like, yo, Cletus, like, what are you doing? Are they get frustrated? <laughs> and are they just guys, confused? That's not my name. <laughs> it's, either, it's either they get confused. Some guys, uh, if they're smart, now? they'll just like laugh it off and they'll play along with it. <laughs> Like, He's playing chess. I'm like, what are we doing here? People are saying all types of personal shit. He's just calling you Bob when your name's John. But yeah. also, too, if an old lineman, if an old lineman, your old lineman jumps off sides on account, like that was like the best time to just be like, oh, 
Come on, Bob. Like, oh, wait till you get to the sideline. Mm-hmm. Your coach is furious. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then someone like Kyle will be sitting there like, fuck you. Yeah, that's always good. Whenever you're like, you you add salt to the wound oh, after man. a penalty. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's going to cost you. This yeah. looks less doable now. You know, a real tactic that was always fun was like try to turn you guys against each other. Yeah. So like somebody's getting beat a lot. And I'd be walking by and like buddy buddy oh. with a guy, and then I'd be like, "Yeah, but oh. this motherfucker here, Bro. you know, like, and let him hear it, because even if the guy, even if the guy doesn't hear the other guy's like, hey, we're not doing all that, like that's my guy, he thinks we're having a conversation about him. So I just like at the tail end, if it was you, Kyle, I'd walk by Bushrod and be like, "Yo, Bush, no. what's up, bro? Like, good to see you, and man, keep balling." This motherfucker, and you'd be like, "What? Yeah, what are they saying yeah. about me?" And it's a real, it's a real mind, mind fuck. fuck. Yeah. What, what did you say on bussing that one time? You said you talked to Will Compton, or I mean uh, Taylor one, and it was something about the other tackle. Yeah, and you yeah, were, yeah. You, it, and and I and here's the thing: I didn't play that well that that game. It's not like I beat Jack Conklin, a right, bunch, right? But I, yeah, I was old as shit, running in cement. But when I did get there, I just drilled. Uh, I guess it was Tannehill. And I know it was Mariota, actually. This is how long ago it was. Damn, how could you? Yeah, and 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 Taylor's, you know, getting up, and I'm like, I'm going to be back here all day. He's having a hard time, you know, something like that, which yeah. in reality, he's not. But it's just the, yeah, yeah. it's just the, because he doesn't know. Right. And then, you know, it's like, Taylor, you good over there? Like, talking to Jack Conklin? And then he's like, what the fuck you mean I'm good? I'm blocking <laughs> him all day. Like, it might be true, but... Mind game, I hate that. It's or or the best, yeah. the best is <laughs> I've done this to Kyle like definitely a couple of times on the Bears, and when he first got there, he would be doing something wrong. And guys, I mean, in practice you could do this, but Garza would kind of be like Kyle, like get down. And then at that moment, you're like, like you mimic garza and be like kyle and i can hear it now that'll mm-hmm. make you want to like choke someone kyle kyle will yeah. have that look like he will want to bart simpson choke somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like i already know motherfucker you know how it is for d lyman that, yeah. that that those little things get you through practice yeah. though like just yeah. those little things and I don't then know why, you can but... be nice to a guy the whole game. There's another one. Good cop, bad cop. You play it with yourself. Yeah. Okay, so you're nice to the guy the whole game, and then you just flip the switch on like, in the yeah, fourth you're quarter. Trash. Like he, you know, like good rush dog. Fuck you, mean good rush. <laughs> you know, like something like that. And then all of a sudden, the guy's like, just he's in a blender. Yeah. Like you know, he doesn't know what to expect. I got all types of tactics for you guys. He pushed me up a pile one time my rookie year. I was standing near a pile and he yeah. like hip bumped me. Yeah. And he like it wasn't like malicious. He yeah. just thought it was funny, like middle school knock somebody over. And uh, I said, Did you just do that? And yeah. he goes, Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was a rookie. That, Jam- was, that was another welcome to the rookie. Jameis tripped me going back to the huddle. They hit like a twenty five yard game and we're jogging down the field next to each other. And I didn't realize he was next to me. And I hit the deck. And I'm like, somebody fucking tripped me. I'm going to get up and kill this motherfucker. And I turn around and Jameis is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even be mad, bro. Like, he's just so funny to me, bro. Uh, you know, the, like, all-time, the all-time petty thing to do um, is take in someone's towel. Like, you oh, take, yeah. like, an old lineman's Love like, towel. Like, like, for me, like, a center. Like, center usually has one for the quarterback. So if you can find a way to snatch that, it's just, it's just annoying enough. That it's like it makes that person want to chase after you, but then you just think about it and you're just like, "Fuck you." Here's like, another one. <laughs> Monday, Monday. <laughs> you motherfuckers, as smart as you are, with all the meeting time you have and the whole thing, every football team since the dawn of time has called on one Monday. 
And and like <laughs> it's never a bluff. It's always Monday. Here comes the ball. It's a confirmation. Like we're on Monday, right? Yes. And it's Monday who, question mark. If you're ever listening to a game, I heard like uh, in this a couple weeks ago, I thought I heard Zach Wilson on mic being like Monday. And I'm like, you tell me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but we I used to be down there being like Monday, Monday. Like the best know, is to... the best is when O lineman, you get an O lineman. Almost ninety percent of the times I ever jumped a snap, it was because that tackle or that guard on my side had forgotten the snap count from yes. the from the huddle Ask to somebody. the walk over, and that person leans over and asks him, "What's the snap count?" And then you can read lips when they it's on one or two. <laughs> it's 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 so true, and you can also read lips in the huddle too if you yes. stand in the right place. Yes, because the quarterback yeah. is facing you. My dad, he was on NFL Films or something. They're doing like one of these like, and you you've seen this clip, but he was like, I thought it was funny at the time, you know, million yeah. dollar smile, <laughs> fucking GI Joe, and he's like, you know, uh, they weren't doing a very good job of blocking me, so I didn't think they deserved water, so I went to their huddle. And I took their water. I just started drinking their water. Their water right boy gave me a bottle. But hard-nosed Howie is not without a sense of humor. Take, for example, the time he invaded the Seattle Seahawks offensive huddle and walked off with their water bottle. I was a bit frustrated. And our water boys are like, you know, the rest of the team. They're just, you know, they were probably talking to someone up in the stands during the timeout, and we hadn't gotten any water out. So I walked into their huddle and took their water from their water boy and said, uh, you know, give me that bottle. They, uh, they really don't deserve it. They hadn't done anything today. You know, it was all in a joke, really. You know, I mean, they kind of liked it. And, I mean, like, just imagining... Like the gall of a defensive lineman <laughs> yeah. to walk into your huddle and drink your water. I would slap that. I would slap. They weren't slapping. Him. Nobody slapped. They weren't slapping. Him. I would slap. They were like water bottle. End with a violent end. Yeah, it's like Miles Garrett picking up the helmet this week, and they're like, "Sir, exactly. can, can you please?" And they, they're like, "We have to joke about this, but you did almost kill my teammate." You you were talking about throwing towels. Did you guys ever throw a shoe? You know, like like shoe. get out of here. Uh, you know, honestly. yeah, honestly. Like, oh. The fucking, uh, I'll tell you who throws a shoe besides Odd Job is. The, didn't the guy throw a shoe at George Bush? Yeah. Man, he ducked it. Yeah. It was, yeah. Bush I've, definitely, I've definitely, like a jerk in a basketball game when, like, if a, a shoe guy, comes off, though, you when throw a guy's, a guy's yeah. shoe, like, fell off, I've definitely, like, yeah, you got thrown Chuck it in the crowd. Went out of my way to, to toss it. Mm-hmm. Give, give someone a souvenir. <laughs> yeah. That's a dick move. This is from MT Great. How will you celebrate your 81st birthday? We'll leave the south of France, my wife and I. And my family in a very large helicopter, Logan Roy style. <laughs> we'll travel to uh, to from our hotel to our yacht um, near somewhere near. Hmm, where are we going to be <laughs> first? I get so confused. There's so many. I know you there. could be in. Uh, the, well, you're in the south of France. You go to the north of France. Yeah, well, we're actually going to the Alps in our helicopter. Okay. We're going to ski because my <laughs> birthday's on in December. You're gonna be skiing we're at 81. Ski, we're gonna ski at 81 because of, I'm gonna have Neuralink. And you're, gonna spe- you're gonna have like a special legs. You're gonna have special feet. Pistorius legs. And <laughs> so, I'm gonna be murdering the slopes. What was your favorite off-field moment in the cities you played in? Favorite off-field moment in the cities that I played in. Let me think about this for a second. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good question. Probably when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, getting oh, to experience crazy. the city of Chicago with a winning team outside of the Blackhawks or the yeah. Bulls, uh, and obviously that drought was crazy. But the uh, the run there towards the end was wild, and we weren't playing very well, so it was nice to have a team cheering people up in Chicago. 
Yeah, that had to be crazy. World Series. Because I remember in St. Louis when they won the World Series, it was all like all of a sudden people came to our game because they were like getting recognized at half. And I was like, man, it's loud today. What the fuck happened? Oh, wow. Cardinals won the World Series. Jim Edmonds is here. Uh, yeah, there's that. I mean, it's mostly about going out and getting drunk when you can. Mm. It's about getting out in the streets and living a little bit in the city. You know, like I know you probably had your spots. Rubbing I, elbows with some of the Lokes. I met... Albert Pujols. Oh, here's one throwing the first pitch out in St. Louis mm -hmm. as a rookie and almost hitting a World War II veteran. Whoa. Do you know about this? No. You really don't know about this? Kyle, they had me throw the first pitch out at like a Cardinals game. Yeah. And you know it's like a big deal there. It's like going to a Cubs it's game. It's hard to do. Yeah, and I'm worried. I'm like warming up in the bullpen and the catcher's like, I'm like, any advice? And he's like, yeah, just don't skip it, bro. And I'm like, I won't skip it. So I take a full wind up. You know, I'm like hyping the crowd up a little bit. I'm nervous. I'm wearing like a baggy white t-shirt mm -hmm. and fucking ill-fitting clothes of 2008. And I sailed the thing 74, 77 miles an hour. And they were, they were recognizing these veterans before the pitch. <laughs> and I realized as the ball is like halfway to the plate that it's not going to the catcher. And there's a guy with gray hair. Standing. Was it 50 cent bad? It was, no, it was more respectable because I drilled it. But Got over it. the guy's head... Hits the backstop, rolls all the way to first. <laughs> <laughs> it just dies out in the base path like solo people tight just, shot. On people the were like, path. oh, you know when you hear a crowd go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like when somebody fucks up a drive on yeah. the tour. Uh -huh. It's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, this is a good start. Um, uh, we got strip to clubs were pretty good in St. Louis. Strip clubs? <laughs> yeah, strip clubs because it was all that was open. And Meg knows I was going. Like, yeah, she, it's just funny. She was like, fine with it. East St. Louis. St. Louis is popping. Did I ever dude. take you to an East St. No. Louis spot? Did I ever take you to an East St. Louis spot? Ski. That's where she's. You got to look St. up Louis. bottoms up and the pink slip. Okay. Um, we used to go over there, and the nice thing about like outside of uh, Hustler was at six in the morning you get a good hot dog. Glizzy. You, you get a good Glizzy in the, the parking lot. So you go to the Pepper Lounge till three a.m. from three thirty to. 5.30 until the sun comes up, you eat your glizzy, you get in your yellow cab, because back in my day, that's what we had, and you drive past the big Anheuser-Busch. No they were yellow. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you drive past the big Anheuser-Busch sign, you know, on 64. The people in St. Louis know, but that big sign where you drive through the city. It's 64? And the sun's coming up. Yeah, it's 64. Do you feel like you're at home? Yeah, kind of. Funny locker room fights. Do you have any funny ones that don't involve you two? I once, saw a I once saw a guy pour water on a guy in a stall, two offensive linemen. They were playing with each other. Not like that, mm -hmm. but like they were trying to like, I don't know, you guys are weird. We are. And the guy's shitting, and the guy pours water in there, and he's chasing the guy around Please the facility with toilet paper <laughs> stuffed to his butt. He's trying to kill the guy. He's running through the halls. There's the media relations people. The guy's got dookie in his. In remember, his you remember, remember yeah. that's a neck? Oh. Uh. That's yeah, neck. Neck that, 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 <laughs> that started a lot of fights Yo. in locker rooms. Yo. <laughs> I didn't deserve that neck. And then it would be like, pow. Yeah, people put a little oh, extra English man. on those. Yeah, but also just like with the, the quantity of necks. Be like, oh, that's a neck. But like, that's not a neck. It's yeah. like, hey, just come get your neck. Yeah. I used to remember <laughs> used to get people to almost fight him. Because we had a little hoop in the in the in the in the locker room, like above the door. Yeah. And oh, he, don't people, people would come out of the shower 
and he'd be naked and he'd be like come post me up dog come on let's see what you got and he'd like he'd like dribble the little ball and like and like kind of like make contact with him and you know some people don't like that shit red flag yeah some people don't, don't like touch that. me when you're fucking naked i remember as a rookie when i got to jacksonville um it was probably like third or fourth week i was there and i was like feeling comfortable and like older guys that were there pot roast Certain guys, like, I was already carrying their pads, like, still, like, with the whole rookie thing. I'm the new guy, whatever it may be. And one day after the practice, Jeremy Mincy, he had said something to me, and it was hot. And, I, I like, I was just like, you know what? I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, like, leave me, like, just leave me the fuck alone. And I just started walking, like, walking away. And then all of a sudden you hear, like, you know that sound of pads rumbling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, he was charging at me uh-huh. full speed. It was just like, you fucking rookie, what you say? <laughs> it was hot. Yeah. It was good that he practiced yeah. it with it. Was uh-huh. But but like I ended up moving out the way and like everyone like pot roast and dudes like a uh, legit doosable, like everyone's laughing and like after the fact we all end up laughing. Like Mincy, like he's one of my he he's one of my guys and I just think about like one of the main reasons why that happened was, bro. It used to be so. It used to be too hot. You used to practice and you'd be yeah, so hot. By the end of practice, when you're drained, yeah, like anything will fucking yeah. make you. Nicest sad. guy in the world, Travis Kelsey fights every time it's summer and they make him and play football. Hot. Yeah, bro. Like, it, yeah. When it's hot and humid, yeah. that should have taken fight it out somebody. of you. You can't get. I was the same way. I was good for a training camp fight every year. Was Travis throwing hands out there? No, but like he's he's. 35 34 yeah. and he's out there getting hit every yeah. single play also receivers and tight ends he's like this doesn't fucking count should not be punching each other they always punch each other in the face mask and like those are your money makers yeah. man i don't want travis kelsey fighting it's the d-line o-line fights that are sketchy and bad for business and training camp because bodies go flying i remember me and akeem hicks used to like yeah there's a lot of big it would be like uh like two <laughs> literal gorillas fighting over uh three Not square yards and, I mean, at the end of every rep, it's somebody trying to hip toss the other guy. And what's on the receiving end of a hip toss? Often, it's another it's teammate. It's a quarterback. Maybe. Another teammate. Or yeah. in our case, it would be like me. It would be a quarterback if Akeem pushes me back or a linebacker yeah. gets rolled up on. Yeah. And it happened a number of times, yeah. and we got lucky without guys getting hurt. But that is a bad problem with fights in practice. Guys getting hurt. Or, or No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you punch your, your new quarterback in the mouth. You've done that? Who was no, that? no, no, no. Like, what happened? I was like, Gino? did I do that? What happened? Well, like, think about Gino got like knocked out. That's what point. I'm saying. Yeah, that's know, what I'm saying. Crazy. You, yeah, he was it's a rookie, crazy right? To punch a quarterback, but a rookie like, quarterback. That guy bro. got cut. Things you can't punch. <laughs> Babies, quarterbacks, <laughs> the Pope, NFTs, women for sure. Can't punch a ballot anymore. No. What? <laughs> 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 The other day, I saw on Twitter, Christian McCaffrey was saying he was walking down the street in New, in New York, and he said he could be pretty, um, he could blend in pretty well. He'd throw a hat and a hoodie on, no one would recognize him. But someone was driving down in a car and just yelled, C-Mac, C-Mac, what up? And it was Travis Kelsey. Who is a teammate that you had that you were excited to, you would go adventure with, you'd go out with, oh, you'd yeah, go. Yeah. I, I, this is not a teammate that I'll give you, but the situation you just presented me re- reminded me of a time I was in downtown Chicago. And oftentimes the Packers would come down to Chicago on their bye weeks or like, you know, if they had a long weekend, they would come party in, in Chicago. 
And, you know, uh, the Packers, they were beating us, so they didn't have to come check in when they were staying mm-hmm. in Chicago. You know, they talked to A-Rod, and he was probably mm-hmm. like, go ahead. And one night I was walking down the road. Uh, I was walking down in Chicago, down the street, and I probably had, like, a couple beers in me, and I was unaware of my surroundings. And I got fucking speared in the back. And my neck whiplashed. And to this day, my neck still hurts. And <laughs> I think it's this motherfucker's fault. And I love him to death, but he's my answer. David Bakhtiari. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when I turned around, and he was so happy to see me, and it was him and Mike Daniels. That's mm-hmm. another guy that's on Oh, yeah, list. he's the man. These are Mike's Packers. Man. I'm naming Packers Yeah, because uh, I'm going outside of my jurisdiction. But, yeah, when man. You, when you think about like running into seeing a guy in the wild. And being like, I and, fucking love this like, guy. Yeah, and like you know, there's been fights where like Joey Porter fought a guy in a casino you know, <laughs> off the field like because it was an in-division rivalry. Yeah. But like, remember Breno Giacomini? Yeah. Me and him used to just, it was like a fist fight every uh-huh. game. And uh, I finally saw him in the wild, and we got shit-faced for 30 minutes at like a, <laughs> a nightclub. We could barely hear each other. It's like therapy, though. But it was cool. It was like, you know, like, hey, you know, we're all right. And Vernon Davis, I got to hang with him. We used to go neck to neck all game you long. You guys just did crunches Yeah. <laughs> no, we'd just be like, boom, boom, the whole game. And then, you know, I saw him at Robert Quinn's wedding, and it was like the best thing ever. We were on the, the shuttle together and the whole thing. So it's cool when you run into guys that you uh, that you like try to kill on Sundays. Yeah, and it's all good. Or guys that you respect from around the league that play a position that you don't really intermingle with. So like, there's yeah. safeties or corners that I like, or there's a receiver that I really enjoy. If you get a chance to meet them and they're awesome, like uh, I'm at CBS Sports. We've talked about this a yeah. lot. But uh, Caleb Williams came in after he won the Heisman last year, and I got to meet Caleb Williams. Yeah, and I introduced myself. First thing he said, he goes, I know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. These things are yeah, awesome. These things are Football cool. is great. Football is great. Yeah. It's, a big, it's a big community. The, um, <laughs> the best, another drunk night, um, I forgot. Well, Antonio Pierce one time I drank, a, but I deleted a bunch of beers with AP before he was a head coach back when I was like a rookie in, or second year, and Fred Robbins was my guy. So I hung out with him and Tuck and all those guys at the sure. Super Bowl, we and it was like high. it was like meeting heroes, dude. Uh-huh. So I'm almost positive. That I got I to drink, drink with Tony Saragusa, God rest his yeah. soul, one night. Yeah, the I, goose. I got he to was drink with Antonio Pearson, Clint, one time. And, yeah, and, yeah, he's a great guy to delete beers with. Yeah, for sure. And that's why he's going to be a great head coach. Uh, there was there was them. Uh, oh, God, I'm thinking about like you know when you get to like meet somebody in the industry out in a random night and you guys click and you're mm-hmm. like yeah we're like-minded the whole thing what about meeting a uh someone from another team on the field whether it's an old college teammate do you go up to them right right away is that something yeah. you're seeking out yeah, usually or? before the game you see him and then obviously if you have your moment during the game if you happen to bump into him something yeah walk out of my way yeah it's um, usually before and after the game during the game when you're between those lines there's an understanding I got tight with AJ Feely when I was in St. Louis. I love him. He's just like so dry. He's like that vet. He's the smart quarterback. And I like to hang out with the quarterbacks, man. They're bright guys. They're just bright guys, and man. You funny. know, it's like kind of a no no to like. But me and Sam were tight, dude. Like me and Sam would go everywhere together. And yep. people would be like, why would you ever be hanging out? It was because, like, dude, I spend all day in a daycare center in a D line room. I can anytime. It's wood shop over there. It's, yeah. Like, I like to. You know, and they got different interests and shit, and they're all rich, so they can do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no place that Sam's like, oh, we can't go there. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's a good question, Reed. Do you guys miss football this time of year? Yeah. How much? A lot. Really? 
Like, I don't know this about you. Like, I, I imagine you probably do miss I it. I just love football. Yeah. I love everything about it. You say you hate lifting and meetings and fucking, and I love all of it. Yeah, but you. But the, I, I don't want to go back to it. You didn't lift all the time. I love it. For me, it was like existential. It was survival. For you, it was like, ah, I, this I is fun. It. I'm going to move this heavy it's thing. It's like purpose. No, it's not that. It's like purpose. I mean, you're building your armor. You're trying to retain your armor. You get to build your armor all straight. You build the tank in the spring. the perks. And the summer. And then you try to retain that muscle and try to slow the, the rate of attrition uh, on your health. And you're just trying to keep the vibes up, man. It's all about the, you got to have glue guys, vibe guys in the locker room. I think I was one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, you were a vibe guy. Um, and also, when I was healthy, I enjoyed going out there and doing my job at a high level. And I took yeah. pride in that. I took pride in getting dapped and hugs and love from the receivers and the running backs and yeah. getting respected in the meetings. Yeah, but uh, no, you don't get respected at home when you clean the fuck out of those dishes and you do a damn good job. No, nobody. But they're not going to hold a meeting on Monday and point the laser at you. No, yeah, there's no so I like. I kind of need that attaboy. You, you need I'm the, the classic O lineman infantry, and man. you need the the feedback. Loop. I need a medal ceremony every once. Yeah, in a while. you need you need Kate to like have a projector drop down on that. Monday Anybody. and be like, I need like when I walk out of work on Sunday, when we walk out of here, it'll be like the breakdown, the post game uh, of our pregame. Yeah, <laughs> the post game of our Monday show. So it's not the game so much. Yeah, but the game. It was the way that I was able to scratch that itch. Yeah, I just miss the football. games. I just miss the games. I watch the games gave me fear. I watch these guys. The games is like that was it, man. And you know, like I understand O linemen have to have a different mentality. Like I've talked to Lane about this. Lane has been real outward about his like mental health and shit, and just like his mindset going to a game. It sounds chaotic. It's fear and anxiety. And for us, it was like. Oh, I get to play Lotto again this play. Yeah, if you fucking get a sack. But on y'all's side of it, too, though, there's so many games I played in where they were like, this guy blocked you, and it's because the ball was out, or you beat him like a dog five, seven times. So that goes both ways, you know? You can walk out of a game and be like... But I guess the bottom line is, the game was the... That's, that's when I'm watching... Like, when I'm watching meaningful football and it's cold out. Meaningful football. And, you know, you think about, like, the bus ride to, to, the, to the airport, the, the plane ride home. Like, all that shit was so fun. That's what you live for are those, like, little moments. And you don't get those in today's everyday life. Today, now is like this, but football was like, yeah, the highs were high and the lows were low. But the highs were so high, dude. And the lows, man. They were so low. That's the thing. When people say, do you miss football? Are you willing to deal with the That's lows? it, and I'm not. So that's why you're like, uh, I, I could say I miss it, but that's such an easy thing I love thing waking to say. up early and seeing the sunrise in, in the fall on the way to work, and you get your hot cup of coffee right when you walk in the facility. You, see, you do your nods and your hellos to your, yeah. the people that you see every day. You go and you get your coffee just how you like it. It's piping hot. There's breakfast there laid out for you. You know that you got a team meeting coming up. You see your boys strolling into the locker room. Probably about 7.40, 7.45. Mm -hmm. And then the guys that you know are going to roll in right on time. You get your seat early. You get to see all your boys. Then the coaches roll in. You get to fuck with so them. You, guys you would, do, you would from... do well in Truman Show. Like if, if the Truman <laughs> Show selected you, like you would have never went. You would have never left. Because you know the Truman I, Show? I, yeah, yeah. I, I just love. I just loved it. Everything. Your, your it sounds closer idyllic. In, your clothes are in the locker. It's vacuumed. Somebody came in when you left and cleaned this place. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know? That stuff's cool, man. Yeah, but you're, talk, cool. you're talking about it from a privileged and a first-rounder standpoint. You got, yeah, you no, none of what of, I just said 
has yeah, to do is. with first rounder. Well, yeah, it is because you have some sort of security walking in. I just got my fucking coffee in. and showed up to the meeting. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, you got to think about that same guy. When I'm walking in every day, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if my key card is going to work <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> before listen. I walk in to get to that coffee. That's true. No, listen, <laughs> for me and Kyle, I mean, like, you know, especially later in our careers when we sign big contracts and shit like that, like, that's something that most players don't get the feel. The, the, like the simplicity of, I just have to do my job as good as I can possibly yeah. do it. And towards the end of my career, I started to feel what it was like to be a guy that didn't have as much cachet because you're older, mm-hmm. you're not cheap. You know, they're trying to get older guys out of the building. Uh, people look at you different. And it, you start to feel, like when I went to Philly and the first day I'm on the field with the threes, I'm on the, th- the threes field. Like, I'm beating this guy that was like a former defensive lineman, like a dog, and they converted him to an offensive lineman. And I don't even know if Doug's seeing the footage, dude. I'm like, you know, that's, and I, that's when I felt for you. Woohoo. Well, no, you but I'm just. to go with the three. Well, I. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying, dude. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say I agree with you. I know, but I know. You can't I turn know, the bro. troll off. I just love, I just, I just love it. And I feel like. When no, but a, I loved it too. When I, a building has it right, and when a building has the people in place to make your day to day as seamless as possible, the NFL existence take pre- practice out of it, take playing out of it is awesome. I, you know yeah. what else? I love the pressure of when all your friends would come in town, or your family would come in town, and they're all checking in, and you're like getting them situated, like having to not only like get to see everybody but being like they're all going to be there in person and watching this shit yeah. like see, that feeling that. on the weekend i that, i need i like that i like that no, pressure and like i was saying too i i missed the i missed the perks and like you're saying too like having all your family and friends come and we're all together you, and you kind of have that hookup at like the cool hotel and everyone like is Tell like when, nothing to do with that. Like when your family gets there, you're just like, Oh my God, they took such good care of us. It's like those things that kind of like make you feel good. Or when you yeah, walk, no in, question. walk when, into your favorite restaurant, don't have to wait in line yeah. what, after a game when everyone's waiting. Yeah. That, it's like the little things that, Later on, you're just like, oh, that was kind of convenient. Being oh, fuck able- yeah. You go to a club now. It's like <laughs> oh. me and Bo went to a club in Philly when we were back there. Yeah. They turned us away. Yes. They turned us yes. away. Man, yes. I was so drunk. <laughs> I was not easy to deal with that night. Oh. Can you imagine me out there? It was raining. I'm so glad I stay home. We didn't say who we were, but I'm like, this is Philly, man. Like, fuck, we can't get into the club. Oh. And if we were playing, we would have been in that club, mm-hmm. dude. And and then you realize you're like yeah we did have it pretty good yeah you know Anyways, and getting paid for appearances and getting good. paid for appearances getting paid for appearances is nice it's very nice okay yeah, sign some guards yeah thank you guys for coming in I hope everybody has fun. a happy Thanksgiving yeah happy uh, turkey, and dude. you at home I hope it was a good Thanksgiving. Thank you.